Welcome to the Swine Nutrition Black Belt Podcast, the latest swine nutrition research digested for you. Swine Nutrition Black Belt Podcast is only possible with the support and trust of innovative companies like Healthy Farms by Bioverse, your manure management experts. Contact us for time and labor-saving solutions. Alltech, providing you proven specialty ingredients to maximize pig health, sustainability, and profitability. Novus International Inc., a leader in swine nutrition solutions driven by science. DSM Animal Nutrition and Health is shaping the future of piglet care. Fibro Animal Health Corporation. Healthy animals, healthy food, healthy world. A leader in swine nutrition solutions driven by science. Novus's products and services look at the whole animal, focusing on productivity and well-being, in order to feed the world affordable and wholesome food. For more information, visit Novus's website at www.novusint.com. I'm your host, Clayton Chastain, and today we have with us Hilario Cordoba. He is, a, he is currently a PhD student at Kansas State University. So Hilario, would you mind telling us a little bit about yourself and what it is you do? Yes, sure. Hey, Clayton, thanks for having me in the show. As you say, my name is Hilario Cordova, originally from Argentina. I got my DVM degree back in my country, then worked there for three years in the swine industry. And summer 2021, I moved to Kansas to start my, my PhD program with Applied Swine Nutrition Group. And since that moment, I was working, all my focus research was on growth to finish pigs, uh, looking at different inclusion of vitamins, different inclusion and sources of minerals. Also, we build a model looking at SID lysing to calorie ratios for a genetic company. And finally, a management trial where we use different feed withdrawal times and looking at the impact of that management in the carcass composition. Yes, yeah, so that last one uh, was kind of the one that we were. I was hoping to talk to you about today. So I was looking at that study with the different feed restriction lengths prior to marketing, etc. Would you mind uh, diving into that and telling us a little bit about that study? Yeah. So first, to start a little of background of this study, it was it was supported by the National Pork Board. And when we market pig, we typically have a period of out of feed when pigs are transporting and during large in the packing plant. But also with the current feeder design, we can do quick adjustment and make that period more longer during they are in, in the farm in the last day before they get marketing. So kind of uh, the purpose of this study. So previous data showed that uh, previously when pigs experienced more than 16 hours without feed prior to marketing, uh, what we observe in the hot carcass weight is a reduction of that weight. So... But also, what we try to see if there is any impact in the pigs that when we have more than one marketing event, because it's very typical today to have more one of one marketing event per batch of pigs in the in this U.S. industry. So we also look for what happened with those pigs after the first cat, with the growth performance since they experience a period out of feed, uh, if there is any impact when they are marketed. So we use 695 pigs in a mixed gender pens where we have 9 to 10 pigs uh, per pen and 24 uh, pens per treatment. So we weigh the pigs and assign them in a randomized complete block design to the three treatments. So the, tre the treatments consisting in 12, 18, and 24 hours uh, of feed withdrawal 
where the transportation and large time was included. So uh, since we have two marketing events, we, sh we call the first marketing event 15 days prior, we completely empty the, the barns and the final marketing event when we uh, actually uh, uh, clean all the, all the, all the barns. So uh, to make sure um, what we did in each marketing event, so we weight picks individually in the morning of each marketing event at 8.30 and also we weight feeders. Then we weigh the pigs again, 8.30 in the night before we load them out to the trucks. So then to accomplish the period of out of feed for each treatment, so in the moment in the morning when we weigh them individually, those pigs under the 24 hours out of feed uh, treatment, we shut down those feeders. Then six hours later, we shut down feeders for those pigs under, under the 18 hours out of feed treatment to finally, for those pigs that were uh, had 12 hours of feed withdrawal, we, uh, we had a time without feed during the transportation and the large time at the packing plant. So since we did these measurements, we also were able to calculate what happened with the growth rate of the growth performance of this pig between the first and the final marketing event. So we send these pigs to the packing plant and we measure back fat, loin depth, and also percentage of lean of these pigs. So moving to, to what happened we need, uh, in the results. So in the first marketing event, we sent the three heaviest pigs to the packing plant and then the other pigs remain, uh, remain in, the, um, in, the, in the barns. So what we'll, we're looking at when we measure growth performance in the pigs that remains is that since they experienced a period of out of feed when the three heaviest pigs were marketed, uh, if that time out of feed could impact in the next 15 days performance. So what we found was that there were no, no impact of this time out of feed in the growth average daily gain, feed intake and feed gain of those pigs until they were marketed. But also for the whole trial, we didn't find any differences uh, in back fat, in loin depth or percentage of lean for both the pigs marketed at the final and at the first market event. So now moving to what happened with the results about body weights. So when we observed the data of body weights recording during the night, like this 12 hours before harvest, what we observed in the first marketing event is that those pigs that had 24 hours of feed withdrawal statistically reduced the body weight compared with those pigs 12 hours out of feed by eight pounds, but no differences between those treatments with the 18 hours. However, in the final marketing event, we observed a numerical reduction of body weight of five pounds for those pigs 24 hours out of feed compared to the 12, but there was no statistical difference in those values. So when looking at the hot carcass weight, what we observe in the first marketing event is that pigs, uh, what we observe in the first marketing event is that pigs had no differences in hot carcass weight within the trade treatments. However, in the final marketing event, what we observed was uh, a statistical reduction of hot carcass weight when pigs experienced 24 hours out of feed compared to 12 by one pound and a half. So since we were able to measure um, the individual weights in the morning and in the night, we also were able to calculate the carcass yield 
using the weights in the morning and in the night. So when looking at the carcass yield for those pigs uh, waiting in the morning, that is 24 hours uh, prior to harvest, we didn't observe any differences in yield. However, when, when looking at the data in the final marketing event, we observed a statistical difference of 0.5% of yield for a reduction in those pigs 24 hours out of feed compared to the 12. But when looking at the results of the carcass yield using the lightweights uh, recorded during the night, that is 12 hours before harvest, what we observe is like those pigs 24 hours out of feed increased carcass yield by 1% compared to those pigs with 12 hours of feed withdrawal. However, in the final marketing event, we said you observe the same statistical difference, but the, percent, the percentage was different. It wasn't that 1%, it was a 0.6% uh, for those pigs. So another interesting thing of this study is that we were able to measure how the body weight changed between the morning and in the night before we load out pigs. So what we observed uh, in the first marketing event is that those pigs that had 24 and 18 hour feed withdrawal had reduced the body weight uh, compared to those pigs 12 hours uh, out of feed. However, in the final marketing event, we didn't observe the same results. So the pigs 24 hours out of feed had statistically reduced uh, the body weight, but we didn't observe the same differences between the 12 and the 18 hours feed withdrawal treatments. And one of the reasons why we observed that is because during the final marketing event, we had very high temperatures. And even though we have a um, ventilation system to avoid that, we didn't, uh, we didn't get pigs feed, uh, eating feed when the feeders were open in the 12-hour treatments. Swine Nutrition Black Belt Podcast is only possible with the support and trust of innovative companies like Elbiotics the postbiotic pioneer that helps maintain a healthy gut in pigs. Heat stress can start at temps as low as 75 degrees. Combat heat stress with Chemtrace Chromium. Visit chemin.com forward slash swine heat stress today. Purina Animal Nutrition, where swine research becomes your return on investment. Life Start Swine, facilitated by Trow Nutrition. Distilled science and real-world advice for better on-farm decisions. Like you, we know feeding pigs is a challenge. At Alltech, our proven specialty ingredients work to solve your toughest challenges. Whether it's combating mycotoxins, increasing feed efficiency, or just getting a few extra pigs per litter, Alltech's full line of trace minerals, enzymes, prebiotics, and other specialty ingredients are backed by science and real customer success. Start seeing maximized health, sustainability, and profitability in your pigs. And more free time for you by visiting alltech.com pig today. Um, would there be a length of time that you would recommend for producers to restrict feed prior to loading? Yes. So we didn't observe hot carcass weight differences in the first marketing event, but we did observe them in the final marketing event where uh, hot carcass weight increase uh, in the 12-hour treatment compared to the 24. So thinking in a scenario where we had higher feed prices, so if the producers are thinking to shut down or feed deprived feed for more than 18 or 16 hours as preview data show, that price is how to offset the, pot the potential losses in hot carcass weight. Awesome. Well, uh, thank you for coming on the show. I believe that's all we have time for today. And to everyone else, thank you for listening to the Swine Nutrition Black Belt Podcast. 
please visit us at swinenutritionblackbelt.com and don't forget to subscribe to our podcast channel so you won't miss out on the next episode. See you next week. Hey everyone, I hope you enjoyed this episode and we are constantly on the lookout for the latest updates in swine nutrition. And if you have a swine nutrition related research trial that you would be able to share on our podcast, please send an email to nutritionblackbelt at swineit.com and we would love to talk about your research. See you later.